1: yellow fuckers unfortunate way to start a wonderful broadcast and you know uh pete and g-unit that a number of people listen to this with their families and they might have to explain to the kids what the word fuck or fuckers means because of uh, producer yes, joe son,
2: one night your mother and i had too much to
1: drink and, we <laughs> there it is. and here you are explaining conception to the kids as well here on the pick six podcast Tim McKernan show uh, from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. That Ryan Kelly, he really is the best in the business. we got a bunch of things to tend to here. Not just our picks, but things oh. that, that need to be tended to. I've got two of them, because one of them is from a sponsor. Oh, I was just texting you about that. Thank you very much, Gangster Pete. Uh, and uh, and then one of them involved you, Pete, you, G-Unit, and you, Producer Joe. And I'm grateful that I'm not involved in this group text, actually. Huh. But I found out about said group text, so our sponsors on the podcast are Ryan Kelly, the thehomeloanexpert.com. I've been working with him yet again, and it's such an easy process. I refinanced with him in, uh, in April. Got pre-approved with him here last week, and it's so simple. You always dread it because you're thinking it's going to be a miserable deal. Not with Ryan Kelly. Couldn't be any easier. And uh, in a seller's market like this, I think we talked about this last week, you want to make sure that you are ready to go because you might be in a bidding war, and you are prepared. So get pre-approved with Ryan Kelly or refinance with him. Rates in the twos, the James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Uh, Munganest, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota, uh, sponsors here of the Tim McKernan Show. Jim Rogers of Restoration One of Central St. Louis, Restoration One of Central St. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies uh, online at evergreenstl.com. And this gentleman, Seth Goldcamp of Design, Air, Heating, and Cooling. Uh, and I think everybody here uh, knows Seth. And appreciates Seth and uh, G-Unit. You might know him better than than anybody else. And uh, since he is a sponsor of this podcast, um, I have uh, been asked by the sponsor <laughs> oh to read the following. This isn't going to be... You're not going to like it's this. It's not going to be good, I don't think. <laughs> I know sometimes pick six is quick because you are all hashtag pressed for time. Other times, it's a loose BS session filled with Prod Joe's Iggy rants and shit-talking. If this week so, it is the latter. Will you please use my advertising time (laughs) to ask G-Unit about last weekend's pickleball tournament? Ooh.
0: Ooh. Wow.
1: A group of 16 Gabe's dads had a tournament all day Sunday at Francis Park. My team, my partner was your parents' neighbor, beat G-Unit twice, and it wasn't close. I know you're not looking for hashtag content, but for context, G-Unit has quite a reputation as a shit talker. And he's one of those guys that will shit talk even when he's getting his ass handed to him. (laughs) I just want to give a little bit back to him on the podcast so we can all give him a hard time about it. Uh, If you could, please
3: address the pickleball slaughter at Francis Park. G-Unit. Wow, this—that's very uncharacteristic of Seth. Well, he's a sponsor. Usually, such a, a gentleman, and not one to uh, rub in a victory. It was a—it was a beautiful day Saturday, and it was a great tournament. And I got to tell you, he didn't ask about the weather. Yeah, it—it it, it, it <laughs> was a double elimination tournament, and the way that it worked, uh, just by happenstance, we were—I think a number two seed, and Seth was a number. three three seed. Oh,
1: wow. You guys run a collision course.
3: Uh, Yeah, and and, uh, I think the seed should have been flip flopped uh, at the end, but uh, anyways, they knocked us out in the winner's bracket. They won two games tonight. Now, I disagree with they blew us out. It is true that they won all their games against us, but we were up five to nothing playing to 11 and blew it, and then we were up eight to two playing to 11 and fucking blew it. So we choked, but I, I would disagree that it was not close. In any event, uh then we somehow met again in the losers bracket and they beat us again and in in those games as well we had leads so it was it was devastating i did talk a little shit you know really funny i, I let me see if i can play this audio this i just i've heard this i have it's heard fantastic. it as well you heard this i have <laughs> oh my, yeah. so so i i mean it gets intense i know You know, Seth is is not a shit talker, but he he certainly gives the stare down as if you just threw an inside pitch. uh, Oh, does he? Nice. He and he's 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 a phenomenal athlete, but boy, he he like looks through your soul. Oh, nice, Phil Ivy. And so I give I give him uh, I give him a little talk just to (laughs) just, just to get him riled up purposefully. I mean, I I bust his balls a little bit, so. He dove for one of my shots, and he's on the ground. I mean, in, in in the game, and it was a, it. I mean, he's athletic, so when he dives, he's got a good shot at, and he's really one of the only guys that does dive. So he dives, and mind you, my son's watching the game, and uh, it, and it just instinctively, I say, I say, uh, stay down there, you bitch. <laughs> Across mm-hmm. the court, <laughs> you said this to our sponsor. I said that to Seth. Yeah, I mean, cause, I mean, at the time, it's kind of funny. We had the lead. I think we were up four to nothing. And then after I said that, boy, I mean, he, I mean, I think later he compared himself to Michael Jordan. He was like, you, about right. you talk shit to Michael Jordan, and that's a big, big mistake. And and but here's what my here's my son who I don't know what he what is he six? He's recapping what I. I don't know if the mic's gonna pick this. Up. See what we got here? Get Play, it, I'll pick it up. <laughs>
0: Dad, remember
3: when Mr. Goldcamp said, "Stay down the bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, we had a long talk after that, just about sportsmanship in general, and uh, yeah, you
1: and your son did.
3: Yeah, and and how you know I, I can make a joke with Mr. Goldcamp, and he can't say that to guys on the on the uh, little after school field in the, in the Saint Rayfield's matchup. Right, be. right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, to uh, to Seth's credit, they they dominated us. Now. They ended up losing uh in the finals in in uh five games. They went came down to the fifth game and uh it was a, it was an unbelievable match, but they lost. So so Seth is a lot better than, than me, but he's not the best. I'm glad Seth oh. wrote in because we heard all about this pickleball
4: tournament, but we didn't hear anything about the slaughter slash choke job. So it's it's oh, good. Was it, it was it's a choke, you think?
3: It sounds like a pretty big choke job. It was a choke job. So, it's just good te- to have all the facts, you know. My teammate, better my teammate was, was better than me. I got a great draw with who I was uh, teamed up with. He He's one of the stars of the league, and so it was especially hurtful to me to blow this opportunity. for. And the cup's big. I mean, it's like a two-foot silver oh, cup. Oh, man. So, you know. We'll, we'll <laughs> do, you, do you catch Pete's sarcasm
1: there? Oh, man. <laughs> that would have be been awesome. Uh, in addition to having a lead, shit-talking, and then blowing it, Prod Joe, apparently in a group text amongst uh, Gangster Pete and G-Unit, which I am not a part of, uh, won his first game of his picks for this past weekend and then proceeded to lose his next five. That is my understanding of what transpired. Gangster Pete, can you confirm this?
4: Yeah, it was just he's you know, he sent a shit-talking text about, I want another lock, and then it just went dead silence for the rest of the weekend.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> outside of the fact that none of my other games hit, uh, there were some, some other things uh, on a personal level that took place last weekend that probably prevented me from talking shit the remainder of the weekend. But uh, there was some poking involved with my, my lock last week. Uh, just as a reminder, I'm 6-1 with my locks this year, um, which is, at least mathematically, in my opinion, pretty damn good. Uh but yeah, it was uh it was a rough weekend the rest of the way.
1: One in uh, uh one in five. Georgia. Let's see what were your picks. Yeah. You had Michigan minus three, they were playing Indiana, that didn't work. Georgia uh lost, even though they got up fourteen nothing on Florida, lost that big. Yeah. Clemson minus mm-hmm. five. You went against the Irish, you paid. Wolves, Leicester <laughs> over two and a half. Liverpool, City over three and a half, all of those didn't cover. United, Everton over three yeah. was the lock in that hit. You are now 85.71% against the spread in your locks.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: But Usually in last that's place my, overall. My
2: super downfall. Yeah, I was in first place at the beginning of last week, and now I am uh, I am in last place. Well, it, it's going to move quick way. here, Proud, huh. Joe,
1: because we are all within striking distance. Nobody is running away mm-hmm. with this. As a matter of fact, no one has a winning record which is why the podcast is really starting to pick up momentum <laughs> with gamblers. Uh you are in last place at 18 and 21. I won last week going 4 and 2. Uh but I'm still uh second to last place, 20 and 22. Uh G Unit is 20 yeah. and 21 and Gangster Pete is your leader at 21 and 21, a straight 50-50 on his plays against the number 2 and 5 on his locks. Yeah, we need to pick up the locks Can we all- a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah. I wanted to follow up with the pickleball thing, just real quickly. Well, uh, up. After, yeah. a pickleball. After, after those tough losses uh, to Seth Goldkamp twice, did you happen to wander over
3: to River City Casino and play any video poker to oh, take a little pressure off? Oh yeah. Well, n- now that my wife has heard about it, thank you. Is so she a loyal listener. Sup, Cal. No, she got she. Well, no. In fact, I don't think she's ever listened to to any of any of the stuff that uh, I've done on here. So I think she's listened to, to your show. A um, lot of women in their thirties listen to the morning after. No, she's listened to your show. She's never listened to this podcast. She can right. give a no, shit what say. I have to say.
1: Right, but. Um, <laughs> and I, and, and she's actually, so was she listening when Pete told this story of you and your hit? No, she was and not. Kim, I, I have to say it now. Now that it's, I mean
3: that you won. Uh yeah, it was twenty. It was twenty-four grand. Yeah, um, playing video poker. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was all the stars. Is that the most you've ever won? Oh, fuck yeah! I mean, I, I mean, the stars. But just, then I heard a, you had a follow-up win the next night. I pulled I went out to to dinner with Pete. <laughs> you took you took Pete out for dinner <laughs> I, to celebrate. Pete and another. What bunch? do you think of that, Brad Joe? I, I, t- <laughs> well, it's
1: awfully kind of him.
3: <laughs> so I took, yeah, I took uh, I took, 124 grand. I took Pete out. I'm not going to take my wife out. I'm to take <laughs> Pete. Oh, no, no. But so what happened was, uh, she, one of her, her college friends w- was listening to the show. And your she, wife went to Missouri, correct? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 And so, um, he knows that I'm G Unit, the select few that know mm-hmm. who, who I am. Mm-hmm. And so he, he texted his wife and says, Hey, you know, he won. 24 grand last night and she texted my wife and said, Hey, can you, I can't believe Justin, won, I can't believe he won 24 grand. Yeah. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, it was going to be in a slush fund. Yeah, well, I'm not, no, fund. Oh, clearly I was going to tell her. I mean, that, but it, I just hadn't told her yet. Oh, so there's no reason to be upset with Pete. Yeah, yeah, Pete just sped the process mm. up. Um, in any event, the, yeah, the stars just aligned because I, I, I had I had an IT issue earlier that day. So this was Thursday night. So I had to go back to the office and, and do a few things, and it was resolved pretty quickly. And in the, in the football game that I was watching while I was there. Uh, was a blowout if you remember which i lost in in this that was a, what game was that last thursday that, night that was the uh, the the pick six what 49ers 49ers get get blowout so it's halftime and i'm like well i can go home um, or I, you know i i can get a couple drinks i'm like why don't i just sit it, it, when it's a bad game but i still kind of want to watch it i i that's a great uh, to me i love just sitting there pressing the buttons and just watching <laughs> drinking a beer in a little Budweiser and sitting there so Sounds that's good. what I did I, and after being there for 10 minutes I was only going to stay there for you know 45 minutes an hour and what 10, are you playing so it's uh it's double. wait no what it's double I play is wild that's what I, I like to play. it's not that although I heard what you were talking about right. I got to look to see if that's a fact that there's actually you know it's a, it's a, an edge yeah I, well I, I don't I, think it's an
1: edge I think it's like 99.5 percent it's still
3: something so it was a it was a it, uh um Double double, so I'm. You're looking for you know royal flush obviously, but but aces full of deuce, uh, two, three or four is that so? But it was an escalating jackpot. So if you were to string together hands, the next hands worth times a certain ah. amount more. So it, right before that, and I'm barely paying attention because I'm watching the game. Just but I, I had a full house, and so the next hand is times twelve, and then I get two aces and the. It goes ace, ace, two, and the thing just like explodes. So, it, and I'm like, what the, what, what just happened here? What the fuck? So that would have been regularly two thousand times twelve, twenty four grand. Wow, wow, it was wow, crazy. Wow, I mean, wow, wow, crazy. Wow.
1: So what happens as far as the payouts? So somebody comes over, right? I've been lucky enough to have somebody comes over, right? You fill out some paperwork, right? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I've been hashtag blessed enough, but not nearly 24,000. I mean, it's poker tournaments. I haven't so. been anywhere near that. Right. Yeah. I think I've won up. I've won a couple thousand on Deuces Wild a few times, and I had a royal flush at the Palms, and I. And this, and the Palms is basically dead now. Hard Rock is dead. That's where I've had my success. That's how long ago it's been, and I've pissed away. I'm sure thousands of dollars on video poker over the years, just drunk in Las Vegas, just like, oh, put in a oh, hundred. Yeah. Why not? You know. And then it's, oh, Shit, I'll put in another hundred. Played it a few weeks ago when I was out there. Had to have a mask on while playing video poker and uh, at the win. <laughs> it's negative EV, but you now have had two big hits. And how do how do you do? They do
3: they hand you a brick of cash. What's the move here? Well, I got for for that big one. I got a check just because. I mean, I, I, what and I just left after it. I no. I, I I wasn't gonna improve that situation i don't think but it took a little bit you know they call um, a a mechanic over they got to open up the machine make sure you didn't put in some sort of a device oh wow sam ace rosting shit yeah and and then you know they have a couple different security people but um but there's no one else around so i'm just sitting there you know watching the game one you know texting pete waiting for pete to announce it on the radio the next day (laughs) (laughs) he did he did. He took care of it yeah yeah, he did he did that um so yeah it was crazy and I, i i probably will uh retire now you're going to retire on that now you'll
1: get to keep about what sixteen thousand of it, assuming you're going to. Uh, I don't. I don't
4: oh, believe this retirement. For oh a
1: yeah,
3: you got to. Uh, you got to pay the tax man. So, oh, you're not, you're going to retire from Video P? No. Well, I mean, I. I mean, I. I maybe. I mean, for. for wow. For, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a, to me it's a really fun, relaxing way to watch a shitty football game. Just having a couple beers and pressing buttons. Now you're right. If you're sitting there and you and you lose concentration and you're just yes. pressing buttons too oh, often, God, too quick, you immediately leave things out. there. Yeah. So you got to at least be you know cognizant of your of your bankroll while you're doing it. But um, but yeah, it it. it, it I like. What it. size hands were you? Like dollar or five dollar? It was dollar max bet. So it's a five dollar. Five dollar. Okay. Yeah. God,
1: look at you. How much do you—now I mean, you, with winning 24000 you have to be up on your career. I would hope so. I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I do—I I mean, I know I am, I've lost more money in, in playing Video P. God, it gets me good. Video poker and caramel M&Ms, I think, are the two things that are, are kind of my, uh, my vices that I have not been able to overcome.
3: That's what's goofy. We were just talking about that, I don't think during the show, but a couple of weeks ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and here you are with
3: 24k. Look at you, G unit. Well, you can spread it around. I mean, you're taking PETA to G- dinner. G- but you G-Unit. think when, when you when something like that happens, and you can be, it can be said about anything in life, really. When you backtrack as to what had to happen to get ass apps. couldn't agree more. There's I mean, so many
1: things <laughs> couldn't agree. If with it wasn't a
3: three touchdown game, and if it was two or two, maybe maybe ten points, I probably would have just sat at the office and, and done yep. a couple more things and watched the game. But I'm and and. and why I went there as opposed to just going to my couch to have a beer or, or you know, and in the IT th- situation, finishing when it did, if it hadn't, I would have had to be there all night. I macro it. I really do. I, I, I had never even
1: thought about playing poker, not video poker, the World Series of Poker, poker shit. And a guy I was playing with, I don't think anybody on here knows him. Prado, Joe, you would be the only one who possibly would know him. And we were playing at Norwood. I was a member at Norwood like in 2004, very briefly. It was like a junior membership. Obviously, I wasn't 30 yet. And I was playing golf all the time. And he goes, you ever play poker? You ever watch it on ESPN? I said, I see it. I just blow right past it. I don't know why they show that shit on ESPN. And he goes, I do it. And I went up to, uh, that's when the Cardinals were in the World Series against the Red Sox. I just had nothing to do after working. And just sat in the hotel. I like, go, oh, open up an account on poker stars. And that began what for the next, I guess, probably seven to eight years <laughs> became an absolute <laughs> obsession. Certainly for the first four years of it, had to have lost... I don't want to say tens of thousands because then it makes it sound like, but I'm certainly I was my, minus plus ten thousand, and by that I mean more than ten thousand. In your career, before I got oh, good at it. okay, and I was then I say. I would imagine I have to be profitable, but not by a whole lot, you know, just because I had a couple big hits. Um, but you know, certainly, and just like how much time I sat there and played poker almost every fucking day for real. You know, and you think about, like, how the little things that led to something
3: that wound up being like that, $24,000 for you. 24000 just, just as I'm thinking about it, the, the, the seat that I, wanted to, that I wanted to sit at that was closest Somebody to was the TV, there. well, someone wasn't sitting there, but someone was too close to there. And in the days yeah, yeah, of COVID, yeah. you're like, you know, fuck Don't it, I, I'll just it. go over here, I want to be by myself. So, I mean, yeah, everything put me in that seat at that that minute. Look at you. Crazy.
1: Uh, so, congratulations to G-Unit, nice of you to take Gangster Pete out to dinner the next night. Appreciate uh, it. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and now we have set the stage for us to give you picks that will probably convert about 40%. Uh, that's what we do here on the Pick 6 podcast. And I believe I'm the leadoff hitter. And I have actually gone through the spreads and looked at games before we went on the podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm kind of excited oh,
2: about that. one, w- one winning week and look at who's taking
1: it <laughs> Well, now. somebody was in the studio, so we had about 25 minutes. And I go, oh, I'm going to put in a bunch of master's bets. And I was on the site, and I'm going, oh, look at the football games. So then I did that, and there were a few that actually stood out to me that I oh. legitimately like. Before I tell before you. That, you though, pick, oh, God, producer Jody Hanks.
2: Before you make it, who are your master's plays? Because I've got four, and I've hit the first two or the only two majors this year with Morikawa and, and Bryson.
1: Uh, I honestly don't like doing this in advance of the uh, thing before DraftKings purposes. Uh, let's see if there's oh. something that I have that is not DraftKings specific. Uh, I like Adam Scott and his matchup against Ricky Fowler in a major way. I mean, there there are a couple of guys in this field who may have names or some semblance of recognition. Fowler certainly would be one. Danny Willett, much lower tier, but he did win it. And they just have things going on that really it's you know not necessarily their fault. They just have circumstances that, that put them in a very tough spot. And, of course, they'll probably wind up going out and killing it. But Fowler has made a swing change. That's why he's been terrible this year. Uh, Will it is hurt, and so I can get Adam Scott minus one and a half for the weekend, for the entire week, uh, as far as strokes go. And I got that against Fowler, and it's uh, and Scott's plus one thirteen. I mean, shit. To me, I mean, I'm the fact that I only threw twenty five bucks on I'm kind of looking at it, going, God, what am I doing? Uh, let's see the total players under par. The over under for that is twenty three and a half. I bet the over on that. I think the soft conditions. Will lead to a lot of scores. I think the winning score will be better than 14 under. So I am on that as well. Uh, Tiger Woods finishing 30th or worse, and I want to see him do well, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think he is just, I think it's, I think it's, you know, I think it's over, um, unfortunately. Uh, From a swing speed standpoint, he just can't do it anymore. Now watch him win, and I hope he does. But uh, I have Tiger finishing worse than 30th. And I have Fowler finishing worse than 32nd, and those really seem somewhat obvious to me, so you can social media troll me from your burner or email me from your Hotmail when they both do better than that, and you can celebrate that I lost 50 bucks, and hopefully mm. that will fill the void in your life. So that uh, those are some of the plays, but as far as players I like, I really don't want to say anything, which is... Which is, uh, which is why I don't think the Daily Fantasy Sports podcasts and articles are necessarily accurate, because if you really are good, you don't want people to be on the plays you like. You know what I mean? It's like when people do mm-hmm. poker instruction. Like, why would you want to teach people to play the game? You want them to be fish. So, But I guess if you know you're going to make money writing a book, then perhaps it outweighs it. Anyway, I digress. Would you like to give your picks, Joe? Uh,
2: I'm on <laughs> Patrick, Reed, Patrick Reed, Brooks, uh, Female, and Wolf.
1: Matthew Wolf hasn't played there before, but he has been very good in the majors. Uh, mm-hmm. Brooks played great this weekend. Um, I'm curious how he will handle the situation of walking Augusta and those lies. Talked about that with Adam Long this morning on the radio show. He doesn't seem like it's going to be a factor for him. Finau is certainly chalky. I just, I'd love to see him. Twenty-eight hundred. What's that?
2: He's plus 2,800 is what I got him
1: at. Well, as far as what the projected ownership is for him on Daily oh, Fantasy, well, he is one of the top updates. three projected owner play- on plays. But, I mean, he's just a guy who has a real problem, kind of like Fowler, of of closing things out when he's in the lead. I mean, he's really got issues on Sundays. And who is your other one?
2: Uh, Patrick Reed.
1: Reed, yeah. yeah. I've got a bet with a listener uh, after he won an 18 that he wouldn't win another major over the next five years. And so every major, I have to throw the money to offset this bet that I made, <laughs> just to cover me <laughs> on it, because I'm giving him like I get a hundred if I win, and he gets a thousand if he wins, and so I got to cover myself on it. So I've got P. Reed uh, just yeah, on my, plus twenty eight hundred just for the hell of it, just to uh, to cover my expenses. But I certainly will not be yeah. cheering for P. Reed, uh, minus maybe a handful of DraftKings rosters. All right, here we go. Let's go into the uh, picks this week, and I am the leadoff hitter, having gone four and two. Last week, before I do so, I want to make sure I tell the audience about James Carlton at 314-961-4800 to go online at carltoninsurance.net. If you are a loyal uh, listener of this podcast, you heard the email last week from a listener who was talking about how great it was that he made the switch to James Carlton. Went into great detail about the, uh, the response time, not even a response time. You call there, somebody answers live. James knows that that drives people up the wall with insurance, so he makes sure that the place is staffed all day, business days, to talk to somebody live. And this person told the story of having an insurance agent for a long time. And then you'd kind of get used to it. It'd be a couple days before you'd get back to him. It's just like, why do I do this? Why do I put up with this? Because usually people just coming out of school have somebody that the family knows or it's just a buddy who's in insurance. And, you know, they don't necessarily take care of businesses uh, the way that James does. Make the switch. You'll be thrilled that you did. James Carlton, he's in Webster Groves, State Farm Insurance Agency. 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net if your insurance costs a leg and an arm call James Carlton State Farm. Another person who I think the world of, and I'm thrilled to hear a lot of the people in the audience and some people here at KFNS actually as well, have made the switch to is Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. His number is 314-889-0503 or going online at evergreenstl.com. Now you have a situation here where the year is wrapping up. You're going to have some changes with governmental policy and you want to make sure that everything is buttoned up. Mark will... Take time. It doesn't matter what you have because he helps helps everyday people every day. His number is 314-889-0503, or you can go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, first-class guy. Major recommendation, especially as the year comes to a close. This year in particular. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my picks. And I actually, because I was just typing them out, and I just sent them in a text to my wife. I'm sure was thrilled to see that, but I wanted to have it. (laughs) I wanted to have somewhere where I could have them. So let's see. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks. So I got to narrow one down. Well, here's one I know I'm on Miami plus two versus Virginia Tech. Miami, Florida. Ah. Did you just experience Whoa. climax?
2: Ass bleeding? I did. Yeah, I'm on that one too. All
1: right. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, I think this year where you're kind of, I think some teams are kind of not all in, you lose in that fashion to Liberty. I think that's the perfect way for Virginia Tech to go, okay, that's enough. We're just going to kind of coast into the end of this thing and and shut her down. You like that as well, Gangster? That was a wild last two minutes of that Liberty game. Oh, my goodness. The Flames. Hugh Freeze. Uh, Yeah, so Miami, Florida, plus two. I'm going to subtract this one because I don't want to be cheering for it, kind of like my Tiger bet. I want Tiger to do well, even though it would cost me money. Um, I was going to go with Boston College, plus 13.5 against Notre Dame. Uh, Just a little letdown play, but I'm taking it off because I have enough picks to cover my six. Um, Wisconsin minus four and a half at Michigan strikes me as so obvious it scares me. If it were an NFL game, I would take Michigan. But Wisconsin minus four and a half at Michigan, kind of the same thought process applied to uh, Michigan as I put on Virginia Tech, except whereas Miami isn't going to be playing for the possibility of being in the college football playoff, barring a miracle. Uh, Wisconsin is. And they're only laying four and a half. That's that. That's considered a team. that's in the mix for the college football playoff. Michigan, I don't know what's going on there, but that's a real situation. I think you could be watching the Jim Harbaugh farewell tour. That was what I said last week with the Indiana play. They lose to Michigan, or they beat Michigan, and I just think Michigan will be ch- checked out on that one. Uh, switching to the NFL, over Packers Jaguars fifty-one over Packers Jaguars fifty-one. Looks like I'm getting a lot of nods on these picks from inside the studio. Uh, let's see. So I went to Miami. I went to Wisconsin. I went over. was stayed in uh, Wisconsin with the Packers hosting the Jaguars. Uh, over, uh, even though I know it's squary, over on the Cardinals and Bills of 56-and-a-half. These two teams just throw up points, man. Uh, and 56-and-a-half, uh, I think. I I love that. And uh, did I get five there? I think I gave five, right? Nurse? Is that I've nurse? only got four. Oh, you only got four.
2: Oh, crap. You've got the Hurricanes, the Badgers, Packers over, Cardinals over.
1: Crap! I really don't want to take Boston College. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's a good pick. I would do it. You about... like Boston College? Well, you're encouraging me. You don't want me to do well. Yeah. <laughs> so I got. I mean, I got, I got. I got. I got to pick. I got to pick off that. Uh, can I? Can I go with a Masters play? Actually, I think I can as long as it's 120. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm going to go with the Masters play then. One of the ones that I said. I just want to make sure that's 120 for the purpose of the. Uh, the game for, uh, for it to be fair. Yeah, these would be. Uh, let's see. I will go with more than 23 and a half players um, uh, finishing under par. Uh, that That is minus 115, so I can do it. So 24 players under par at the Masters for the weekend. There you go. There are my five plays. Who's up next, Gangster Pete? Gangster Pete. Gangster Pete is up next. What's good, fam? All right, so
4: uh, I'm going to start out with Friday night in the Big Ten. We've got Iowa, minus 3.5 at Minnesota. Iowa has a good D. D. They're top 20 in yards against and points per game. Minnesota, on the other hand, is 113th against the Rush, and Iowa's coming off a game where they just racked up 226 yards on the ground against Michigan State. I'm going to take Iowa, minus the 3.5 at Minnesota on Friday night. Nice. Next, we will go to the ACC. Uh, It's going to be 63 and clear in Chapel Hill and North Carolina is playing uh, Wake Forest. The over-under is 65-and-a-half. I've been rolling on UNC overs. Uh, they've covered the over for the last five games, and three of those games they've combined for over 85 points. So I'm going to take UNC over 65-and-a-half. Uh, they don't have the defense to uh, keep Wake off the board, so I think they'll that'll cover pretty easy. Next, we have Indiana minus 7 against Michigan State. I think this Indiana team is on a mission uh, they're not going to have it let down after that easy win over Michigan. Uh, Michigan State, they turned the ball over a lot, 10 t- turnovers and their two losses, and uh, Indiana has been forcing a lot of turnovers. So I'm going to take min- Indiana minus the 7 at Michigan State. Next, we will go to Maryland versus Ohio State. Ohio State is a machine. But I'm going to take Maryland plus the 25 points.
1: Wow, and wow, and wow, and wow, and wow, wow and wow, and Gangster Pete, you just got pointed at by G-Unit.
3: Unit? A positive point. I looked at that game. I really liked the pick. Yeah, too, is fun to watch. Uh,
4: he's got a great arm, but he can he can r- move with his legs as well. I think their secondary is good enough to uh, slow down Ohio State just enough. And I think Ohio State's uh, secondary has shown that it has some holes in it. They've given up a lot of passing yards to like Michigan State. Uh, so I'm going to uh, take Maryland plus the 25. I think they can keep it within that. And then my final game before the lock, uh, we're going to go back to the well on San
1: Jose State. Going back to the San Jose State well. San
4: Jose State, if if you're a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll remember that I gave them out as a plus-10 dog to San Diego State last week. And nobody forgot that. They won the game 28-17. These guys, uh, they're having a special season at San Jose State. They're playing UNLVs 0-3, 0-3 versus the spread. Uh, The – San Jose State quarterback got hurt on the first play of the game last week, and I was really worried. But their backup looked great, so uh, I'm going to take San Jose State minus the 15 and a half. So those are my picks: Iowa minus three and a half, UNC over 65 and a half, Indiana minus seven, Maryland plus 25, and San Jose State minus 15 and a half.
1: Once you make all this money from our picks, what you do is you go to St. Louis Acura, yep. or Alton Toyota. Take your pick; it's up to you. But you get the Tim McKernan Show slash Ryan Kelly Morning After. Uh, special, and it is this. Starting as low as, how about this? 2020 Acura MDX, all-wheel drive lease, three forty-nine a month, zero down, thirty-six month lease, tax, title, license extra. So you can get a 2020 Acura MDX lease. a month with nothing down. I've actually had people emailing me asking about this to make sure that there's nothing. No. And I put them in touch with Jamie Burkhardt and Clayton Patterson and they're taken care of. That's the way that it works. So if you're interested, in, email me. I'll put you in touch with them so you have a direct contact there. And doesn't that make all the difference in the world when you're talking with a car dealership? I didn't have that at my previous place and it was an absolute disaster. Uh, So that's uh, that's what you can get at St. Louis Acura. uh, Manchester Mason, 270 right in that neck of the woods. Or Alton Toyota. That's where I actually got my Car Doug just got his. Please visit altontoyota.com uh, right now. They have several new Toyotas with zero percent financing available. Please visit altontoyota.com or stlouisaccurate.com for details. They can deliver your new used car to your work or home and be just like Tim. That's what the copy says. That's what the copy says. Uh, and always, they have over 200 pre-owned cars available. It's Munganas, the official automotive provider of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Uh, who's up next, gangster Pete? It must be G Unit because yeah. Proud Joe went one and five. That's right, I know. uh,
4: yeah, because Proud Joe went one and five. It's G Unit's turn. Nice, mm-hmm.
2: it's
4: like it's like Pete, Pete Wonder. Pete's,
2: Pete. <laughs> Pete's in here jerking off that he was one and five the previous week. It's crazy
3: to me. <laughs> oh my God. I will say, Pete has never jerked off in this studio before. Uh, yeah, I could You that think one. anybody has? <laughs> oh, <I don't laughs> want to talk. yeah, let's talk wow, about it. Wow,
1: you immediately, you immediately <laughs> said yes, you didn't even like kind of hedge it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you, have you been in this podcast studio? Uh, I've been to the radio station
2: there. I don't know if I've been necessarily. Yeah, because I recorded one there one time. Yeah, I've been in there.
3: I mean, there's a huge window. How? Yeah. What, what are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> mm,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> do I think somebody probably has in this office facility? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to move my action there. As far as in this studio, I'm going to tell myself the answer is no. And I think if I had to bet, I would put that there as well.
3: This would be a a good uh, point where Iggy would be brought up by Joe. I'm kind of oh, confused. Boy. What? nothing,
2: Joe. Uh, no, I mean, listen. <laughs> I, I, here we go. <laughs> Personally don't believe he's jerked off in the podcast studio. Because that would infer that he's done extra work outside of doing the regular <laughs> show and coming into the podcast studio to do something. Now, if you want to ask whether or not he's stolen something from the radio station, all of my money shoves to yes. I can almost guarantee that. The hell would he, he steal from the radio something? station? Well, does it matter? Because yesterday he told stories about stealing lunches from people when he was a kid. He's talked about stealing stuff from the laundry room. He's talked about stealing purses from neighbors. He's talked about stealing stuff from a bunch of different places over the course of his life. So something tells me that he has stolen something from the radio station at some point.
0: Wow.
1: Gangster Pete, you going to clip this off and play
3: tomorrow on TMA? I can do that. Wow. (laughs) Allegations. Allegations.
2: And and, and by stealing something, that means like anything, taking a pen, taking a t-shirt, taking a gift card that wasn't necessarily meant for him. I know that, and and I guess you really want to get into what is and what is not stealing. I know that that he had stuff when I was with him.
1: Well, I mean, we did have missing fleshlights uh, from Lisa Ann, and I think there were supposed to be five, and and I think we only wound up with three, and people thought that (laughs) maybe he had taken a fleshlight or two and and had the decency, by the way, to not use it and then put it in the box and then give it to the next gentleman, which which to mm. me shows <laughs> etiquette,
2: mm. not integrity, but etiquette
3: at least. Yeah, at
1: the very least, like he'd concede a putt yeah. and match play.
3: All right, uh, G unit, New York Giants. You, you did it. G-Unit. I love it I love the Giants. Okay. New York Giants plus three and a half uh, against Philadelphia. I love this game too, Pete. I mean, I I I, I can't believe Vegas put this as the line just because. The New York Giants have lost five games in a row by a field goal or less. I mean, it's it's astounding. Go Giants. 37-34, 22-21, 25-23, 23-20. Those are the last five games. And then seven of their nine are decided by one score or less. So as if Philadelphia is some sort of a world beater, they're the team that gets the spread uh, above, above three. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, and then in their last meeting, it was a one-point game. So Philadelphia's sixty-nine percent public pick. I, I, I just love the Giants here. I, th- I think they have a chance to win, uh, but they're they're definitely going to cover. Next game, Tampa Bay minus five at Carolina. And it's five and a half now. Oh, that's been uh, go, going going uh, in the ping pong direction. I think it opened What's up the it, Christian
1: McCaffrey situation.
3: I think he's out. He, he's out. He Doubt. Doubtful. I yet, think. Right. Several, they're saying several weeks. Yeah. Sheft Schefter
2: tweeted about an hour ago that it's not looking like he's going to play.
3: Yeah, so the, even more so. So I guess it'll probably bump up to, to seven, I, I suppose, by Sunday. But it opened up at six, six and a half, then came down to, to four and a half, and now back up. So um just to show how important McCaffrey is, I I mean, they 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 almost beat the Chiefs with him, and and without him, I mean they're 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 gonna get blown out to Tampa Bay. Now, this is the ultimate zigzag game because Tampa Bay coming off that unbelievably embarrassing loss uh last week to the Saints, but um and, and Carolina coming off the close one to the Chiefs. But without McCaffrey and a pissed off Brady, I I think this is a, a gimme here at, at five. Five and a half, you say? Yeah. Five and a half. I was on, looking on at on that two G unit. And I think there's something there. And the public likes Carolina at sixty seven percent. At least wow. they did before this. So that that's kind of unusual. But Next game, Miami minus three at home against the Chargers. I love that, too. You know, these Dolphins are just playing with so much confidence. The Chargers play close games, but, I, I mean, you know, you just got to take Miami every week Ooh, until, they, until they stop.
2: That, you just got another half point back. It's two and a half.
3: Oh. Look at this action this podcast causes. We're all over the two is this week. I like that movement. Uh, next game. The Bears plus three at home against the Vikings. Now this line is just bizarre to me. I, I, the Bears are a tough team to bet on because their offense is so goofy. Um, but you know, as if Minnesota is, is is really good or something. They have they have a good running back who had a great game, but they don't get to be favored by three on the road. Uh, I just it doesn't make sense. I like Chicago to win the game, so so give me the three points. That's Monday night, too. Right, 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 right. A, a home dog on Monday night, that's like rule number one in the unit Bible. And, and it doesn't happen very often. Now, granted. No fans. No fans in no. Chicago, but still. And uh, my fifth pick, Seattle plus one and a half in L.A. Again, no fans. But if if you are uh, going to give Russ points, I'm taking the bet. And And look at the Rams' competition this year so far. All of their wins are against the NFC East, except for uh, a 24-10 to 10 win against the Bears, which we just talked about. You, know, you never know what you're going to get. But every other win is against the NFC East, maybe the worst conference in the history of the NFL. So I do not think the Rams are, are legitimate. Seattle coming off a tough loss, they're going to win this game. So if you're giving me points, I'm taking Russ. That's it. There it
1: is. G Unit is in the books, and uh, Pradjo, that opens the door for you to bring the heat. Trying to bounce back from, you know, starting off one and zero, but unfortunately, you know what took place. Yeah, mm. five in a
2: row. Uh, well, it's it's mathematically nearly impossible for me to do worse. Uh, so I'm going to open up with Georgia State plus sixteen uh, against App State. Sure, App State's five and one this season, but against the spread, they're one and five.
4: And they're looking uh, ahead to Coastal Carolina next week.
2: That There is a very real possibility of that, Pete. Uh, Georgia State on the other side, 3-3, three and three, and also 3-3 three and three against the spread. I will take over the two touchdowns and take the 16 points. Next up is uh, following a play on Tim's end that I groaned about already. I'm taking the Hurricanes, plus two points against Virginia Tech. Uh, my next play, over 63-and-a-half with SMU and Tulsa. Um Sure, you're not going to watch the game. You don't need to watch the game. You're going to find points. Uh, and then two NFL plays. I'm going to go over 52 with the Raiders and Broncos. Uh, a game being played in Las Vegas. Denver enjoys giving up points, and the Raiders really do enjoy scoring them. Uh, and then I'm on the Bucks. That's why I knew it was 5.5. I'm on the Bucs uh, minus 5.5 uh, against what looks to be a Christian McCaffrey-less campers.
1: There it is. Uh, Producer Joe is now officially in the books with uh with his play here uh before we go any further i would like to talk about jim rogers and restoration one gangster Pete, you thought he sent in the live read of the year
4: yeah i I thought that was one of our uh one of my links and i'm like i don't
1: remember don't remember this one dear prudence i've been in a relationship for three and a half years and it's been wonderful he's a romantic tender gentleman who cares about my needs until recently when something seems to have changed I have gently pried at him to determine what the problem is. I sense I may know, but need your confirmation on the issue. Over the last several months, it appears as if there is an odor problem. Joe, you're familiar with this. You always could spot when a woman would have an odor, right? Can you, do you still uh, well, have that gift?
2: Only one per one person in particular I felt smelled, uh, and that was that gal uh, on the back. Yeah, in Ashley 2012,
1: bachelor. and that really got in your craw. Her name yeah, was Ashley, if I'm not mistaken. On.
2: Uh, you know, I can't remember if it was Ash Ashley or Ashlyn or Kate or Caitlyn or something stupid. I'm sure
3: uh, <laughs> names just took a hit. Wait, what? You could you thought you could tell that she smelled from looking at her? Yep. In yeah, the TV, or was his, about That about the thing. <laughs> oh my
2: god. <laughs> there, there was just something that appeared to be the type of gal that has an odor. That's it. And there was just something about. Is there, about any, is there
1: anything like, that you can yeah. pinpoint?
2: Um. I think it was just kind of the way she carried herself. Honestly, Tim, I mean, it's so long ago, uh, and I haven't looked at someone in a while and said, "Boy, I bet that gal or gentleman stinks." Right? Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, it was just—it was just kind of a feeling that day uh, and that gal, like mm, something about her odor. Bleh, bleh.
1: Well, uh, I'm, I'm reading this, and I, it's just right when I saw odor problem, made me think of you and your ability to spot that on someone. Uh, the letter continues, he has progressively been reluctant to go to my lower half. I, too, have noticed that my lower half has become increasingly musty. What shall I do to get to the bottom of this? And then Prudence writes, this is not what you think it is. And while it seems like an issue with your boyfriend, it's more likely an issue with your lower half. Dampness is often undetectable until it's too late and a problem exists. This can cause mold growth and produce the mustiness that you and your boyfriend are onto. If this sounds like the issue at hand, call Restoration 1 of Central St. Louis, for a free evaluation of your basement, their certified mold experts will assess the conditions and evaluate whether or not you truly have a mold problem or something else going on. Give them a call at 314 888 5266. That's Restoration One of CentralSt.Louis.com. Munganest Restoration One Design Air Heating and Cooling Seth Goldcamp's Victories Over G Unit and Pickleball. Ryan Kelly thehomeloanexpert.com, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Gangster Pete, have I covered everybody? No, because I haven't said James Carlton, and he's the best in the business. 314-961-4800. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our locks. And I get to lead things off, and I get to fly right back in your face and potentially pick up a couple of games with one game, and that's the way I like it. Ohio State minus 25. Mm -hmm. Ohio Mm -hmm. State minus 25. Ohio State against Maryland minus twenty five. Pete's jerking himself off <laughs> about the Terrapins, and that's fine. He cited their uh-huh. their game, Ohio State's game against Michigan State. They haven't even fucking played Michigan State. I was thinking Rutgers. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you were thinking. You were wrong, and Ohio State is a machine that's gonna run up the score on Maryland, a Maryland team that if I'm not mistaken, lost like forty two to three to Northwestern. Forty
2: three to three. Forty three producer 43-3. Joe
1: must have had thirty nine and a half. So there it is, Ohio State. And I have to tell you this, if I could see the number, and I guess you guys go to those other sites, I would think the over, even if it's like 70, would be delicious in this thing. Holy shit. But either way, Ohio State minus 25 is my lock of the week.
3: Gangster Tim, beat.
2: I really, really like that play.
1: Wow. That's a producer Joe endorsement.
3: You're you don't get a lot of those. 74 and a half. I mean, is min- it really? Min- wow. Minus 20. So what, what do you think the score is going to be like? 50 to... Wait, 60 to 20? I I think probably 60
1: to around (laughs)
3: 25 or 30-ish range, yeah. Hmm,
0: that's an issue. I mean, just just watching
1: Ohio State, it's something else. And I I don't know, I guess because Big Ten doesn't get the attention that the SEC does, and they started later in the whole thing, but Ohio State in 2020 is operating in a different level than, I mean, I guess, you know, they haven't been playing much and played a bunch of, you know, but, and maybe the Penn State thing was a misnomer because is James Franklin starting to catch some hell? It's like, as far as his job security? I mean, they're, yeah. They're, I be. would think <laughs> so. 0-3, is that? 3 0 and, yeah. and, and and again, I, I know I talked about it on the radio, and I think I talked about it here. He gave away the game against Indiana. He gave that away to try mm-hmm. and get a cosmetic touchdown. I know that happened.
3: Which set it up to where they are now.
1: Yes. Had they won exactly. that game, it would yeah. be they, completely They play better against Ohio State. And who'd they get their asses beat by this? Maryland, right? They, they lost Maryland, their, They were 20,
2: and a half point favorites against Maryland and lost
1: outright. Yeah, I mean, outright. That's, I mean, wow. have that. 19. yeah, that is something else. All right. I've, I've done my thing on big 10 at Ohio state. Uh, that's gangster Pete. That's cute. Pick Tim. I'm happy you like it. Um, Oh, he cute picked me for <laughs> my, <laughs> for my lock of
4: the week. We're going out to the fun belt. I love the fun belt and I love coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is awesome on both sides of the ball. They've given up 20 points total in their last three games. Grayson McCall's the stud quarterback spreads it around. Troy, uh, not as impressive. They've lost to a bunch of teams that Coastal Carolina has steamrolled. Uh, I would get in on Coastal Carolina minus 10.5 early because it looks like Gunner Watson is questionable. He's the Troy's quarterback and their best player, and if he doesn't play, they have no chance. But even with him and his sore ribs, I think Coastal Carolina rolls Troy. Boom. We get back on track on our locks this week. Uh,
3: G-Unit, you're next up. Well, I've changed my lock since this uh, podcast recording has started. Mm, I've was- gotten some new intel. Well, it's got to be a spite play uh, against Seth Goldcamp. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're going BC. BC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going BC. Yeah, Seth is obviously a huge Irish fan. Um, I was going to say Tampa Bay and Carolina under at 50.5, but. You know, we're going to take the uh Gold Camp Irish down at plus 13 and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if Boston College won the game outright. Oh my. And you know, the you- last time
1: Notre Dame had a win in a game of the century was 1993 against Charlie Ward and Florida State. And what happened the following week? Tom Coughlin and Boston College beat them straight up in South Bend and took the national championship away from Notre Dame. And I I always thought it was weird that Florida State got to play for the national championship and Notre Dame didn't, even though they both had one loss and Notre Dame beat them heads up. I always thought that was fucked up, but it always matters when you lose as opposed to who you lose to. Which you you got to be careful with those spite picks. I my, had no my spite idea. pick last week.
4: Didn't go. So what was hard. your spite pick? Florida. Dan Mullins a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I stand by my
3: <laughs> analysis, though. Yeah. <laughs> I like this spite play. i tell you what. I mean, Clemson's no powder puff either. I'm not Clemson. Uh, Boston College, they almost beat they Clemson. They almost
1: beat Clemson. I actually watched that game. Uh, that, that's another reason why I was thinking. And plus, Notre Dame just inevitably, you'd think they're going to come down a little bit. But I do think this is a different Notre Dame team at the same time. It's only fair if you're going to evaluate Notre Dame Clemson to acknowledge how many players Clemson was missing. I mean not only the obvious one, but a bunch of players on defense. But yeah, I do that, think Notre Dame's at a different level than they normally are when they get these high rankings before they get hammered by an Alabama or Clemson. That didn't look like a typical
4: Clemson defense last
1: week. Yeah, they gave up 47 They're, points and it was overtime, slow. but that was so I think Clemson will probably get another shot at Notre Dame and things may be different that time around. So you're spite picking Boston College plus 13 and a half. A lock, spite pick. I love wow. spite picks. Uh, Producer Joe, are you, you going to go back after the Wolves <laughs> and Manchester United?
2: No. Uh, there is... Uh, it's an international week, Tim. So there's, uh, there's I almost guessed that because there's no soccer picks <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, it's an international week. Uh, so... Uh, my lock, and it's going to make sure that Pete definitely does not go 6-0 and this week, is the yeah. Ohio State Puckets. Oh, we 25. have the same lock. Everybody wants a piece. Oh, Come, and and Come and get it. Come and get it.
1: I'm going to go to our site and put a 200 <laughs> on Maryland right now. Fuck. Tim, I'm 6-1 on locks this week. Uh, nah, six, six yeah. This guy one. Is 85.71% against the number. He's on a heater.
4: Probably keep that up.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Here Please we go. Make fun of my lock, just like last week. Please
2: make fun of my lock, just so that, <laughs> shit I won't be able to text you at like eight o'clock in the morning after this one hits, because the fucking game isn't at six thirty in the morning. Unfortunately, I wish it was. Do you get up early but, and
1: watch these things? Uh, the soccer games. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: I, I think oh, he yeah. get, sent us a text. That's the first thing I see when I wake up this every Saturday case? morning. Yeah, yep. the highlight of my day. I think he
1: woke me up. <laughs> <last weekend. laughs> I legitimately don't know who I picked. And, but I just remember, I remember there were a couple of them last week. I'm like, I think I was on that. And I knew I was on Notre Dame and that was kind of a backdoor cover. It wasn't kind of, it was a backdoor cover. Uh, hell, I could have still lost it uh, in overtime. So I don't know. Usually, usually I just, I think the audience probably can tell. I'm just picking as I'm scrolling through the site while we're doing it. But in this case, I actually picked the game. So therefore I will go one in five. Uh, boys, that'll do it. Anything else on Iggy you want to talk about, Joe, or are we uh, wrapping her up? Oh, I didn't bring them up again this week. G-Unit. But, uh, G-Unit. Nope. I,
2: uh, <laughs> I, 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 you guys are the ones that have to look at them every single day. That, uh, that should be enough for both of you. Did you hear
1: the interview with Lady Gaga's, uh, former makeup artist this morning? <laughs> oh, boy, boy. Uh,
2: no, no, I, I, I unfortunately seem to have missed that one. PLTD. Um,
1: yeah, you can go back and podcast. Uh, I,
2: I'm sure I didn't miss anything, uh, yeah, his former—I'm sorry, her former makeup artist.
1: That's, uh, that's great. Put <laughs> her on the board. That was, was a nice get. Yeah, Frank couldn't duplicate our guest list today. Uh, all right, uh, time for us to uh, shut it down. Thank you, producer Joe on the Mark Hanna Evergreen Wealth Strategies yeah. phone lines. Uh, Gangster PG unit thank you. And the Homeloanexpert.com studios, I'm Tim McKernan. Thanks for listening to another, Soed, another episode of the Pick 6 podcast on the Tim McKernan Show from the Homeloanexpert.com studios.